Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. On this week's episode, we will be talking about, I guess, a bunch of different news articles, uh, whether they're like interesting or just outright crazy. And we even got one from Hopewell Junction itself, or maybe I should say Fishkill to be more specific. But with that being said, stay tuned. I'm Q. And I'm A. And this is Q&A. Q&A. So, yep, that's right, everyone. We have some news stories here, like Steven said. We'll start it off with one that's pretty lighthearted and uh, in the spirit of this season. I guess it'll be a day late for everyone when you're hearing this, but uh, yeah. Easter-related. Uh, Bunny joins police force. For, for real. real. <laughs> uh, so what happened here is a city, Yuba City in California, a rabbit was found... I guess outside a police station in the middle of California, uh-huh. and someone came to turn it in, brought it to animal rescue. They couldn't find the owners or anything. So the police services analyst adopted the, quote, docile and friendly animal and named him Percy. I want to know the background behind the name. I'm not sure if there is one. Maybe he just looked like a person. Like it's a rabbit. I feel like I would call a rabbit, like, if it's an R, I'd call it, like, Randall. Randall the rabbit. Or Robbie. We had, when we, we got a rabbit a few years ago, you know, we have uh-huh. Bonnie. Bonnie, we Bonnie named the bunny. Bonnie the bunny. Yeah. Or if it was a boy, we were going to name it Ronnie. Ronnie the rabbit. Ronnie. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Yeah. Wait, wait, what, buddy? I was going to say, so, moral of the story here is that the police department announced that the rabbit got a promotion to the rank of wellness officer just days fuck? before easter <laughs> so the yuba city police department where is this again california? yuba city california yes uh-huh. they officially have a rabbit on the force and it is adorable if you see it they actually made a rabbit looking bulletproof little vest yeah. it's like a harness is police canine He's also not a canine. <laughs> I feel like this rabbit is like the pinnacle of like, um, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like if you had a, oh, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say here without being mean to the rabbit. Um, <laughs> the rabbit doesn't understand you. I think you'd be mean. It's so unintimidating, right? It's almost like if you're a cop, right? If you're a police officer, you want to be big and intimidating right or at least like in shape so people are less likely to mess with you right because i always say like perception is deception so even if you don't know how to fight if you look like you could kick someone's ass people are going to be less inclined to want to mess with you and listen to you now this bunny rabbit is the equivocal of like a cop that's out of shape a fat personal trainer like no one's gonna go a fat personal trainer i'm sorry it's like the cop that's a year from retirement that just kind of Sits in the car. Yeah, they just in the car, don't do anything. Yep. This is what this this is what this bunny rabbit is. It's just it's just like it's cute, but what are you gonna do for me? When he, I'm He's promoting wellness. He's the wellness officer. <laughs> Kyle, but what if what if can you imagine it's like a place is being robbed? And it's like, all right, let him out. And they let him out the back. <laughs> they let him out the back. And he doesn't even he doesn't bring, even come out of the car. He's bring just in the canine there. unit. <laughs> just a rabbit. And just, meanwhile, the place is just getting robbed and, and stuff like that. But I don't know. Super cute looking rabbit, though. Oh, he's adorable. 
Yeah, but again, the I don't think that there's any. Well, there's no practical use. There's for no this. practicality. It's just a nice little this. Easter story yes, for so, the police department. Well, this is nice, Kyle, but th this is a waste of money. One, they actually had to pay for a rabbit harness. I didn't want to put that out. <laughs> they could have allocated those funds to something else, but instead they're they're they're, they're dinking around with a rabbit here. They they need to be serious. It must be like literally. I imagine this has to be like a beautiful neighborhood. It's definitely not Bridgeport, Connecticut. <laughs> Can you imagine putting that rabbit out in Bridgeport? It's like, yo, we got. The... <laughs> we went back, so we went to Shine Down concert yesterday, and the whole time they're on stage, they're like, "We've been exploring your city for the past two days." Your, it... No, your quote, beautiful. Your beautiful city. city. Now, I don't know if I'm anyone like... has, you know, listening has been to Bridgeport can confirm it is not what I would call a beautiful city. I honestly rather walk down the sidewalk in the city of Poughkeepsie than Bridgeport. I'm going to be dead straight. Like Bridgeport was giving me like creepy vibes, mm -hmm. but like it definitely really run down, not nice, right? Economic turmoil looking stuff. And I'm like, I didn't want to like, I felt like sketchy. Just even we went to a diner, felt sketchy at the diner. Like there's a place where at night they like have, the things that come down the, oh, the uh, like the metal shutters the metal shutters that is when you know you're at risk <laughs> meanwhile we're eating at mcdonald's across from this metal shuttered tobago church a church well it was a church i don't think that was shuttered. <laughs> the church looked like a converted warehouse to me and then across the streets like a, a bodega that is like shuttered up with like metal because if it god forbid they leave it open at night you know it's going to get robbed and then we're just at mcdonald's in the parking lot i was just waiting to get like shot up in the mcdonald's <laughs> but anyway more of the story is that there's no way on this planet this rabbit is at a police department like Bridgeport PD. <laughs> I don't watch, think they would... so, watch us be so off base about Bridgeport and they have like the lowest crime stats somehow. <laughs> I don't know. We might have to look that Apologies up. Apologies to any uh, Bridgeport listeners if you're out there. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you listening, but I don't think you can deny. At least we're honest. Like mm -hmm. Bridgeport definitely needs some work. We'll put it like that. But anyway, Kyle, shall we... Go on again. Yeah, we'll move on to a little more uh, serious but weird one that I, I'm personally in favor of, but we'll see how you feel. Uh-huh. Are robot waiters the future? So in some restaurants, they this was kind of spurred on by the COVID pandemic. They were you know, they weren't able to get waiters and waitresses, no one wanted to work or for whatever uh -huh. reason, whether it be low pay, whether it be you know, whatever it is. So they got robots. These little you may have seen them in like some malls have gotten them now. They're like and some grocery stores oh, like kind of the cleaning thing, and yeah. like security robot type things. <laughs> but this one has a little screen on it. It can have a little face and it has a little touch screen and it can lead you to your table, it can greet customers, it brings food, it takes dirty dishes away. I think this is brilliant. I think I think this is great. <laughs> but I just want to know Kyle like like, what if it starts just not, like, what if it's not really effective? Like, it brings your shit to a different table, and you're like, you're like, freaking robot. Well, they did, they did address that and show that it, <laughs> it does, you, I guess, like, the chef or whoever puts the plates on uh -huh. the thing, they choose from the, like, little touch screen. Yeah, it's not what totally What table autonomous. number it is. Yeah. So, yeah, so it does know, like, I guess someone would have to program it. To know where the tables are. Yeah, you have to tell it like where to go and stuff like that. I'm sure there's some way to 
program the robot to know the space, kind of like a Roomba mm -hmm. or whatever that vacuum is. Yep. Um, so it must know, it must have like a GPS built in to the restaurant itself. So it knows where the tables are and stuff. But at the same time, I don't know. You know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, in the age where everything is becoming automated with um, AI and all that now with, I mean, you even have, even in this past year, AI generated pictures have gone from oh that's creepy pretty man. much like useless just fun things that you mm -hmm. could type in on whatever site you were using and it would give you this like deformed version of what you're looking for mm -hmm. to now making things that could easily fool you mm -hmm. you know the AI generated voices I watch this, this great YouTube channel that does um, presidents doing uh, metal tier lists and it's great it's just obama trump and joe biden discussing and ranking metallica albums megadeth albums it's hysterical it's so random and you would never know the you know other than a couple like weird things here and there like yeah weird audio glitches here and there it sounds just like them it's just ai generated voices of them it's dangerous it's so dangerous I don't know. That's creepy. But, you know, back to the whole AI thing again, serious. I even saw um, I, I was watching something the other day about they programmed a Furby or whatever. Those things are terrifying. Did you hear about that? No, but they, Furbies are terrifying. They asked about something with a Furby and it was like, what was Furby's goal or whatever? And it was like to take over the American household <laughs> and manipulate children or something. Like something really creepy. And I was just like, what the fuck? Well, what, <laughs> and Furbies what, are creepy. Dude, they are. Their eyes are always The eyes kind of blink. And, no, they blink oh, up and down depending yeah. on how you do them. But, but they, they never actually went to sleep. And they're like indestructible too. Like the original run of Furbies, those things were durable. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see people on like YouTube try to destroy those? No. Oh, they bash them, they, like, throw them around, they, like, crush them, and the thing still talks and moves around. <laughs> Freaking creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. But, but again, we got to be careful with AI, because, you know, we're going to start off with this robot waiter, and then it's not going to know, like, normal people are, like, they're going to go back in the kitchen and be like, fuck this guy. This robot waiter might pull out, like, <laughs> like it might just unlock, like, an update. Where now it has like a gun and it just lights you up. This is like, you know, fuck this guy. Like, it kills you. Starts the robot waiter, go, ends up with Terminator. Yes. What if that happens? I don't know. Well, we still have Arnold Schwarzenegger. As long as he's alive, we're good. I don't know. He's looking feeble lately. I'm, still looks like he could kick my ass. So. Oh, he's in great shape, but like, he's definitely looking old, you know? But Oh, I mean, he's got to be what? In his 60s, maybe yeah. even 70s now? I mean, uh -huh. he's, he's an old dude now. That's true. But I do have to say the one thing about the robot that I do like is that, you know, there are some really great waiters and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But there are some really garbage waiters. I would say there's more garbage ones than, than there are really, really good great ones. ones. Mm -hmm. Me and, uh, what is it? Me and Christian went out to eat the other day because uh, we're on spring break this past week. And we had this one waitress and she was fantastic. I'm like, it's not often where I'm like, wow, that was actually really good. Like, I just, I'm like, wow, this person's really on the ball. Well, we had last weekend, we went out for uh, breakfast. That was and a good representative of the opposite. It was complete opposite. We sat down and we were sitting there for what, at least 20 minutes. I do want to point out that this waitress even acknowledged, like she acknowledged us and said, oh, I'll be with, or she sat us or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she sat us and, and then, then forgot, forgot, but was also helping and bringing food to the tables 
in front of us and behind us, it was walking great. past us constantly. And then you had to ask another waitress yes. to get her. Uh, and I even said to the lady, I was like, I think our waitress like forgot about Which us. Which I think she legitimately did. I think I th- she just did legitimately forget. No, it was so weird though. It's, you would have thought she like went in the back kitchen, slipped, banged her head. Yeah. And like had a but concussion. But we knew she didn't because she was walking around. But the, the thing with that one is we... Because at first we were like, all right, maybe it's because we have the menus open in front of us. Like, maybe she thinks we're still thinking. Yeah. But then we, we did We closed it. them, put them at the end of the table. <laughs> this robot? Nope. None of that. You're going to have... This you thing's going to come over. You're just going to hit come back in a couple minutes. Yeah. Or you're going to order your food and then you're done. Yeah. No, the robot's not be, forgetting about you. There's going to be no messing around. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? But, but you know yeah, what it reminds no. me of? This whole thing reminds me of self-checkouts. Mm-hmm. Which... I'll still never understand to this day why people are so anti-self-checkout. And back when I used to work at Home Depot, I would hear it all the time from customers. Like, I hate self-checkout. It's taking away people's jobs. It's really not. Because I can tell you right now, without those, they would have had the same number of people working. You still need people monitoring the self-checkout. Yes, there's still always one to two people, depending on the store and like company, monitoring the self-checkouts. I can guarantee you right now, without those machines... Instead of having four registers available to you, in addition to the manned mm-hmm. machines, you now have only two. Because uh-huh. you're only going to have those one to two people. Yeah. They're not going to just say, all right, well, we're closing these. Yeah. We can get rid of staff. Hiring people. No. Yeah, no. I think they kept the happen. same number of staff. It just it made it more efficient because people, they had, in the space they provide you at a self-checkout, like a shop, right? It's like so little compared to if they had to put a a belt on there and everything Mm -hmm. else you know what i mean and then also for the robots here yeah this could get rid of wait staff jobs Uh that's you know that might not be great but the robots someone has to fill the soda someone has to someone still has has to to do do those things yeah it may cut down on staff but also good for the restaurant workers i mean like the owners and stuff it's obvious that they're still having trouble finding help you we still see it in restaurants everywhere we go with the big help wanted signs because they're still going to need actual people waiters like this will never just like self-checkouts this will never fully replace people even look at mcdonald's they've gone this way too Uh but instead of waiters it's the little kiosk little touchscreen kiosk every time a mcdonald's gets renovated they're putting that in now and it's more fast now they have to have more people to be faster it's so much better now yeah. It's so much easier. You go in there, just walk up to the thing. It's so much. It's easier for us, but in a way, I feel like being there made it made it harder for people that work there because you have mobile orders, you have people ordering on well, the yeah, screen, the you have people with the drive through. Yeah. Oh my god, it's everywhere. McDonald's made the double drive through. It's just they like have tried to max out the efficiency, but they've made it so much more confusing for the people there. But now, technically, less for those locations that have that. The you're not having cashiers waste time taking orders and ringing people up. Mm. Now you have those people also helping, helping get things together. That's true. Having more time to do that. They have a runner yep. for the mobile orders. Yeah, yep. they always have a clear backpack and one they got thing, like all their sauce packets. One thing that I hate about that mobile order thing is you can do that from the table. You can walk into McDonald's, sit at a table, and some of them, I've seen this at a couple, have like a little code on the table. Uh-huh. You scan that or you type that in. And you just order from your phone there. And it like, knows. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't be bothered to get up and walk the 10 feet to the kiosk, right? Like You, you had to walking. order from the 
Yeah, that drives me nuts. No, there's some things where you're just too lazy. It just gets to the point where it's it's enabling people. I kind of look at that like people that like can't even go grocery shopping anymore. They like order it online and then they have to. They don't even get out of the car. Like they open oh, yeah. up the back trunk for the person. It's like you don't do shit yourself. I hate when I see that. When especially because they always take up the closest parking spots with like eight curbside Solely pickup that, orders yes. and it's just people sitting in there. And I'm like, all right, so you're just being lazy. Yeah. I will never do that because I just feel there's something about like getting up, doing stuff. Like I just feel so much more productive. Mm -hmm. If I never did anything anymore, I just feel bad about myself. Yep. You know what I mean? Completely agree. Yeah. So anyway, so again, up for debate, what we think is a little bit better, that or that. But it probably, again, it's going to go 50-50. Half robots, half people. Let's go on to another. Let's go back to a more comedic story here. This is what I would call a cool crime uh cool spoon spotted <laughs> spoon spotted arizona dairy queen's big red spoon found <laughs> so i guess i don't know if this is something that's exclusive to this arizona dairy queen because we don't have too many of them around here. i've also never us. seen a giant spoon at a dairy queen, yeah. like a random giant spoon yeah so i think it might be like exclusive to this location uh -huh. maybe a couple others they have a 15 foot giant red spoon dairy and queen fox someone had <laughs> they're still looking into the suspects and you know figuring out who and who how this, this spoon? spoon was stolen what was their intention with the spoon so a guy and this kind of ties back stories from years ago now i was gonna say like yeah. three years ago but way longer than that this was found because a 52 year old man was playing pokemon go at seven in the morning that is, the saddest found... <laughs> sounding, that is the saddest sounding description. And he found a 15-foot spoon lying on the ground behind a fence surrounding the local uh, school baseball field, local middle school baseball field. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not sure if someone's trying to frame middle school kids, but from a detective and police standpoint i'm not sure if middle school kids are smart enough or able enough to steal a 15 foot spoon i could imagine it's pretty heavy yeah it looks heavy it sure does and there's a Why amazing picture there? i recommend everyone looks up this picture <laughs> of the cop transporting it away loading it onto the top of his car it's like the length of the car it's literally <laughs> almost the length of the suv and he has a giant spoon on his suv and the handle of the spoon is coming over the windshield. The windshield. It's great. Uh, you know, great job to this guy finding it. He said the first thing he did was text his wife and said, it's the spoon. <laughs> it must have been like talk of the town, like where'd this spoon go? This was, a, like, this was Phoenix. This is in Phoenix, yeah. by the way. So I imagine. I would imagine, yeah, this probably was like a big local story. I imagine this is similar to the bunny story. Like this must be a nice neighborhood. Like, where people just knew the spoon went missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I wonder, my friend Joe from back in college lives in Arizona now. I wonder if he... Uh, if he heard about this? wonder if he heard about this or if he was looking out looking for that spoon. You should ask him. I, I'm going to have if to. If there was a reward, I'd go looking for the spoon. You know? But also, I want to know, the spoon is outside a fence. I want to know, did they get to a fence and be like, yo, we can't carry the spoon no more? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, reading this more. This quote is something really funny about it to me. There's a school maintenance man came over when the detectives came to look at the spoon. Mm -hmm. So the school maintenance man came over and pushed it over the fence, who handed it to the 
to someone who handed it to the Phoenix police. Quote, I set it down. They actually did the lifting after we got it over the fence. They strapped on top of the police cruiser. I did kind of look around and was like, what? <laughs> one guy finally, one guy did finally come by and was like, is that what I think it is? And he replied, yeah, that's the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> what? They definitely knew about the spoon. This was like like a big story for this area. Uh, he must have been so happy when he found that spoon. It's probably the coolest thing to happen in this guy's life in a while. I know. Uh, who knows? He might be a really cool guy. But Kyle, uh, he, he was playing Pokemon Go. Reevaluate that statement. He's playing Pokemon <laughs> Go. He's 52 and he's married. And you're claiming he's probably a cool guy. Hey, you know, you never know. How are you defining cool? I can't even tell you in that. <laughs> such a, a generalistic statement, Kyle. You just threw it out there so nonchalantly. But, like, I just, I don't know. Where'd this guy meet his wife, though? I want to know. Uh, probably some Pokemon club. Did she play Pokemon I, Go? I have no idea. I didn't know people still played Pokemon Go. I didn't know people who could, like, almost be eligible for an AARP card, <laughs> like, played Pokemon. He wasn't even a child, Kyle, when Pokemon came out. He was, like, 30. Well, he may have been playing it with his kids or something, like, oh, at the maybe, time. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like, I know, like, back in the day, my dad used to play, like, Pokemon with me because I was still, like, too... Like, I was able to play them when they yeah, came yeah. out, but I was still, like, too young to really play them, yeah. fully... Grasp well, that was like my dad do. played video games with me yeah. when we were little, but my dad's not so maybe now he does going like out of his way. My dad's not when, going out of his way to play video games. Now. Yeah, when Pokemon Go came out, my dad played it for like a week. Really? Because he was like, oh, this is nostalgic. He's like, I actually know these. He never went out of his way to do anything with it, but if he was somewhere, yeah, he pulled did. out. And then after a week, he was done. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the nostalgia and the effects of it wore off. Because if, yes. if you're not an actual Pokemon fan, it's, you know, who's no, it for? No, I, I get it. And nostalgia is one thing. But again, I like this man Kyle's walking around. This game also came out like, what, seven years ago now, Pokemon This Go? was a recent article? Yes, it just happened. All the articles we're talking about today, by the way, uh, anyone listening, these happened within the past week. Yeah, that's even weirder. Like he, we were actually talking about this not long ago. That some people used to see people like wandering with the game. And you knew they were mm -hmm. playing Pokemon Go. You don't see people play it anymore. Well, do you remember when it was first a thing? People were dying playing it. Like, there was a dude, I think he, like, walked into traffic, one person. I think one person, like, walked off a cliff because they were dude, just staring like at their survival phone. Survival of the fittest right there. Uh, 100% oh is. It's yeah. The irony that a game in which little creatures evolve is leading to some of the stupidest people <laughs> uh -huh. being pulled from the evolutionary chain is perfect. Yeah, that's ironic. You and can't You can't make that up, though. But again, people just, I don't know. And, you know, speaking of the evolutionary chain, let's go to our next story. Which oh, is one my God. Steven's very excited to I am so excited. Elephant in the Dining Room. Cringy title, by the way. Whoever yes. uh, came up with this one. <laughs> uh, startup makes mammoth meatball. Now, we're not talking yeah. mammoth as in large in size, although it is it, a, They did make it large, they, though. They did make a large meatball. We're talking prehistoric extinct creature mammoth like mammoth tissue like made out of mammoth i don't know what a meatball would be like i guess tissue right in a way uh, just meat just so meat. they made it out of cultivated meat so what that is it's like cell-based meat so what they did was they took genetic information that's available for a mammoth uh -huh. and whatever missing pieces there are from that genetic data they took and replaced it they filled in those gaps with the closest living 
relative, the African elephant. Uh-huh. And then from there, they inserted it into a sheep cell. And it, I guess in the lab, it had the right conditions. The cells multiplied. And they did what any logical person would do, and they turned it into a meatball. Dude, someone really likes meatballs. But, I, you know, this is, like, this is so fascinating for multiple reasons. I remember I was on Facebook one day, and this it might have been this exact article, but it popped up. And I was like, no way. They made a mammoth meatball. Like, I was, like, geeking out. Because, you know, they had to, like, genetically alter a cell line to represent the, the you know, the mammoth DNA. And, like, they got the DNA probably from, like, you know... I don't know if they get it from the bone marrow. Like, you know, there's DNA in the bones, in the fossilized, like, in the bones they find, right? But it's so crazy to think, like, all right, they took it out, right? Put the, they altered the gene, the DNA, like, they had to, like, you know, the amount of work that went into making this meatball is, like, crazy to me. You know, they had to cut the, the DNA open, had to include new DNA, and, like, so on and so forth. And then they put it in a mammalian cell line just to, you know to express the, to create the same proteins and stuff. And then we got mammoth meat from it. And now we got this meatball. It's just weird. But I was Mm. reading, and this is interesting, is that they're hesitant to eat it because they're they're not not sure how you would, how our body will respond to it. Yes. No one has, no one has tried, even the creators, no one has tried any piece of this meatball. So I guess we'll never know what it tastes like. Also, this meatball low key looks hairy to me. I look at it, it looks like a mammoth meatball. It looks like, yeah, there's like something brown. off about the way it looks. Do you see the way it yeah. looks is like weird looking to me. But also, we don't make a fucking meatball out of an elephant. So why did we just basically make an elephant meatball? <laughs> right? We've never ever tried an elephant meatball. Well, so why are we trying so I'm a sure mammoth someone meatball? Someone has, but. Huh? I'm sure someone has. They might have tried a different ball, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, God. So, this wasn't made to eat, necessarily. This was made... To admire. To admire, <laughs> yes. So... You're going to put this mammoth meatball on my uh, on my mantle? <laughs> this, yeah, this is just a one-off thing that they did. Uh, it's not planned to be eaten. It's not planned for commercial consumption or anything like that. It was mainly made to present... I guess it's two different areas here that that are cool. One, that you're able to replicate mammoth cells like that. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm sure we're just a few years off from just straight up cloning. There's there have been talks of making like yeah. a mammoth park. Yeah, that'd be cool, dude. I'd love to see how big they are. That'd be that'd nuts. Be Even just they want to do like one or two, I'd, I'd be down to see that. Mm-hmm. I would travel to see that. Maybe we should just do one, so we can't have sex with just anything. We, do, we definitely we don't want do this it. mammoth having sex with other things, because then we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> just to prove that we can do it as a society, let's just clone it. We should. I think it'd be so cool to see if it actually like we could make one. Yeah. So that's the first aspect of the story. The next one is that they. Uh, the reasoning was to show that they can do this as a, I guess, cruelty-free alternative to meat. Because uh-huh. no animals have to be killed to make this. It's a company that... The company that made this is actually planning to release a their first like commercially available line of like um, cell-based cultivated uh, Japanese quail meat. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a way to show like, oh, you can have the meat and it'll still taste the same mm-hmm. but you won't have to kill all these things to do it now i'm sure this costs a hell of a lot more than just taking a cow to the slaughterhouse and getting a few steaks out of it oh yeah this costs a uh, lot of money you know how viable is that 
moving forward? Probably not very. It sounds like something like rich people would do. Like want a mammoth meatball and like it's like ninety dollars for like one little meatball on like the appetizer. Do you think you seeing like a Mr. Beast video? Yeah. Yeah, meatballs, right. tasting meatballs from fifty cent meatballs all the way to a thousand dollar meatballs. Two thousand dollar meatball, yes, yes. And that, what you just said reminded me talking about like rich people and influencers. Mm-hmm. This isn't a recent story, actually. This I heard a couple of years ago. One trend now is because now you know we do have the ability, like scientifically, to clone things. It's happened yeah. before with animals and all that. Influencers are having their dogs cloned. So when their dog dies, they have a identical version of that dog. But have they actually done that? Yes. Someone cloned their dog? Yes. And it worked? Yes. The dog's not like There's disabled? a company that does it. No, the dog's fine. It's exactly the are same. Are you serious? But the thing that people don't realize when you do this is you're not cloning... You can't clone a personality. When you clone something... The behavior's learned. Yes. If you were to clone me or Steven right now, you're not getting... Me or Steven, you're getting something that will, once it grows up, look very similar, if not identical. And you're going to act somewhat similar us. because it's genetic, yes, but it's also nurture. Genetic, but so there is that part, yeah. Your experiences are going to dictate as well, like, how you are. Yes. Like, me and Kyle were talking in the car yesterday about, like, if I never got, like, um, again, <laughs> don't want to call out Mike on the podcast. I know he likes it, but the uh, when when Mike Silicato told my the whole third grade class that I was I liked Rachel Fricker, right? And then I was mortified. I was telling Kyle, I, I low key think that that is a huge reason behind my like advertence to uh, asking girls out and like being like super shy and like in addition to like obviously being the fat kid growing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it just didn't contribute well. And I feel like I still feel those same, like, almost insecure feelings today, even yeah. though, like, I'm a different person. So it'd be cool if I genetically mod- made a genetic clone of me. They didn't have – they grew up, like, not fat, not embarrassed by certain things, whatever, and how I, how different I would be, you know? Yeah, I mean, they could be insanely different. It yeah. would be, essentially, at that point, a whole different person. It would, Yeah. Well, it's kind of like when you think about, like, identical twins. You can have two identical twins that act completely differently. But their genome is, like, identical. They look the same. Yeah. Their, you know, their genome, other than, like, a couple tiny, minute details. Yeah, is the same. Essentially the exact same. Yeah, so it's just, like, like your experiences kind of, like, deviate you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? That's interesting. What was that in relation to, though, Kyle? Oh, dogs. Oh, the dogs, yeah. So the influencers doing that. And I, I... Part of me kind of sees that for the influencers that are famous or, you know, use words famous loosely for influencers, <laughs> but they, the ones that are famous on the internet because of their dogs, mm-hmm. because really at that point when the dog goes, what do they have to fall back on? Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So part of me sees that, but again, the temperament of that dog is not going to be the same. It's not the same dog. You no. just have a dog that looks identical identical yeah so i don't see it but this costs a lot of money oh i'm sure assume a ton of money yeah but that that was a weird story that i heard about a couple years ago now let's talk about our last piece here the uh, i've been waiting for this one piece of local news to us uh over in the the fishkill hudson buffet walmart uh, chinese food buffet that we have (laughs) uh great video circulating as of either like today or yesterday Uh uh-huh of 
I guess this guy seemingly, you know, we the the bad thing about stories like TikTok videos or like things like that no is there's no context. It's you just get where the video picks off and where it leaves where it leaves mm-hmm. it. So we have these two guys. <laughs> I don't know if any <laughs> the microphones picked that up. <laughs> But Steven's stomach was doing a little <laughs> growling there. My stomach just made the loudest noise, like, and it was squealing. <laughs> it almost sounded like I was, like, like ripping ass I was try- internally. <laughs> I was trying to ignore it. it just kept- but it just kept going. I wonder if the microphone picked that up. I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah. But uh, we're definitely leaving that in there. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah. So, this video picks up with uh-huh. these two employees just smacking this guy around this big man <laughs> no but he's big so, so he's, it's like one on yes, three yes and then at the end of it it ends with a third employer third or fourth <laughs> employee walking out keep on this is happening in the parking lot he comes out and he's holding a chair a big a chair. big metal chair and he walks up and just calmly just picks it up and smacks the guy. Oh my god! And that's where the video cuts out. I'm convinced um, the guy got knocked out. I'm oh come on, he must have. Been. That yeah. chair definitely made contact. And then, seemingly, what it seems like in this video is the guy was leaving without paying. Uh huh. And if that's the case, all power to them. You uh-huh. know, don't be a dick. Yeah. It's not that hard. You go to a restaurant, you eat, just fucking pay the bill. I know. I know. I, the like. People at steel, I'll never understand. Yeah. Especially something like that. But well, we went there. The Chinese cheap. food buffet around lunchtime, you know, it may have gone up in price. Sure the reason I haven't been there in a little while. It's what, like 12 bucks? Yeah. Like 14 if you get a soda? And unlimited food. And unlimited food. If you can't afford that, don't go. I know. But at the same time, it's like, I, I would assume he did something wrong just because we've that has never happened before like there has to be something that caused no, there, there has the to be people more that the run story. the place to get like that enraged oh right? yeah but yeah that was crazy i remember i saw it this morning and i called kyle and christina on my way to their place and they they brought it up and i was like oh my god i did someone reposted it like one of my friends and i was like this is and when I first saw it, I didn't realize it was here, but I saw it said wine and spirits. And I'm like, hey, that looks like the place like near the Chinese food buffet and like Walmart. And then I read the comments like, oh, my God, this happened here. Like, that's so crazy, you know, because yeah. usually if you ever been to a place and then something happens at the place, you're like, yo, I've been there before. It's so crazy that you're like that you've stood basically right where that beat down was happening. And, you know, when someone, if like I said, if the guy did steal, if that is what happened, yeah. more power to him. That's great. I love yeah. it. It's awesome. When I worked uh, at Home Depot, this is going back years again, there was a guy that tried to steal. And as a employee, and that's, this goes for pretty much any of those big retail locations, mm-hmm. you can't do anything about it. No. Someone wants to walk out the door, yeah, you got to let him, let him, let him go. go. Even lost prevention is, you know, not the most useful either. Mm-hmm. The most useful are the other customers because every so often you'll get the people that just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So the best was this time this one dude tried to run out with a cart. One guy tackles him, right? I think that guy might have been like an ex-cop or like an off-duty cop or something. So he got him and he happened to actually be a previous Home Depot employee from another yeah. store or something oh, so like that. Oh, so he was sick. He was sick so of So he shit. was like, yeah. He was like, oh, I can finally do uh-huh. this. I'm doing it. Uh-huh. 
And then another guy, while they were struggling, walks up. He had just bought a big wooden planter, like one of those big like windowsill planters. Uh-huh. Smacked the dude over the head with it. Are you to serious? To the point where it broke. Was he out cold? And no, the dude was still... He was on. He was like high on something, like out of his mind. Like you wouldn't believe. Oh, the guy he kept to trying to get up, and instead of just running away, he kept trying to get up, grab items, dude. That's and run. weird. He ended up getting like a chainsaw, and then you know, Wait, the cops so the, were called the cop, on him. So the one dude couldn't stop him. The no, because the manager came over and was like, you know, just let him go on and getting hurt or anything. The dude just got up. He got up with like a two hundred dollar chainsaw or some crap like that, and then the cops went and did whatever they had to do. Oh my god! Um, but the dude that smacked him. With the planner, just look the other way. I just said, "Hey, go get a new one," because it broke. I was like, "Go mm-hmm. get a new one," and just go. Oh, like just take it. Don't, yep. don't worry about it. Yep. I said, "Just oh. go get a new one. You're good to go." Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your service, <laughs> dude. But it's crazy that again. I was gonna say, like, if that man in the video, if you know, comes out that he did try just basically stealing and not paying right then it was kind of nice to see the exact opposite of what corporations do these days because they're so afraid of getting sued even though they mm-hmm. wouldn't be in the wrong right for stopping a thief that well, they tell you just to let him go and this dude was just like oh, i'm just gonna leave they won't do anything and they were out there to fucking kick ass they like all came out you know which thank god there was like three of them because this is oh, a big guy a large yeah this large is, man yeah this is a big guy so they needed it to be like three on one if they wanted a chance and then you know when the when the fourth dude came out with the chair i'm like this dude's game over he's been overpowered <laughs> and just for context i was saying this to christina earlier and i think Stephen may be on the phone too for this that man had so much time to think about that with the chair because this was in the parking lot uh-huh. so for anyone that's not familiar with that store which if you're listening and you're not from here you wouldn't be uh-huh. the door is like it's a plaza it's like a strip mall, but it's kind of weird too, it's like a so... circular kind yeah. of strip mall so you have to like walk in on a sidewalk so this man it must be like a thousand walked feet. out the door yeah around the bend all the way into the parking lot holding this chair with the most like calm demeanor i've ever seen with someone that was about to smack someone with a metal <laughs> chair <laughs> and then just picked it up and whacked him he had so much time to think about this and he was like yeah this is what we're doing yeah this no he happening. really did but he was so calm was great. He in was the so delivery calm about it yes he's just like this is happening but i'm shocked the guy that was fighting he was just such in a rage i guess fighting the other people didn't he didn't notice. even notice the chair well also in all fairness i feel like if i saw someone walking with a chair my first thought wouldn't be he's gonna hit me with the this chair this man's about to smack me in the head with a wooden with a metal chair that would have occurred to me in that I don't know, man. Kyle, if we're fight, if I'm fighting your coworkers, and well, yeah, I guess bringing you knew, a chair I guess if you outside, knew it was a coworker. He's, he's gonna people, sit yeah. there and watch. <laughs> so let me bring a chair out here. Oh god, you know what I mean? Oh my god, but that, he must have been just like so enraged he didn't even notice. Yeah, no, that's. <coughs> oh my god, that was a a crazy story though. You don't get that every day in Fishkill. Mm-mm. You know. No. Well, that that brings us to the end of all the stories that we have for today. Um, you know, make sure you follow us on Spotify. Uh, interact with whatever question or poll that we have on this episode. We usually put one up. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're probably going to be getting a YouTube and Twitter up and running soon. Maybe a a TikTok run a by TikTok. Oh my I'll have God. my brother run that because I have no idea how to do that. This I'm old. Man, this man is selling out. 
Yeah, well, we gotta get those. We gotta get those listens. Yeah, somehow. Watch yeah. one day, Kyle. We'll be a hundred episodes in, and we'll be like mad viewers or something, and we'll be like, "Well, we started literally from nothing, mm-hmm. and now somehow we got here." You know. We all know Drake lied about starting from the bottom. He didn't start from the. He started from Degrassi, We're and now he's here. We're starting from the bottom. He start what? We're starting from the bottom. We are literally the bottom. We are not even like Degrassi was a huge show back in the day. So he started from Degrassi, mm-hmm. and now his tickets are like someone was trying to resell tickets on the I forums today that. for seven hundred fifty dollars. And that's what he paid for them. He's like, oh, I'm selling them for face value. No, his girlfriend, his fiance is trying to to. Well, yeah, sell. but they bought them at that face yeah. value from Ticketmaster at seven hundred. It's like no one. Who would? I'm sorry. Drake is awful. Drake yeah. has like a handful of decent songs, but he's yeah. also one of the worst rappers I've heard. Who is paying? This is a little tangent here for everyone. A little bonus <laughs> content. Who is paying seven hundred dollars to go see Drake? Also, I'm sorry if you're literally dropping a total of fifteen hundred dollars for you and your fiance to go watch Drake. Don't you make sure through hell and high water you're getting to that show? Like yeah. I would, if I was that into, it, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be missing that show for anything. Like your your wife could be pregnant. You're like, yo. Or going to the Drake concert. I also wouldn't. You know? I don't care who it is. I'm not spending that much money on a show. Yeah. At a principle of, you are a multi multi million dollar yes, artist. You don't need this money. Like Taylor Swift. Oh my God, it's crazy. The, they're selling still on resale for over. There's certain shows on that tour that don't have a single ticket on resale right now uh-huh. for less than a thousand dollars. And crazy. this is shows with, these are seats with limited or obstructed view. Like, even shit seats, yeah. Like, that you can't... They're behind the stage. What? So, I'm like, who is... I want to meet the person Just stay who's home. paying $1,000 for the seat. Yes. I'm sorry. That's like people that go to, like, professional sports games to me, and they pay all this money just to, like, sit, like, where you could barely see the people. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're not willing to cash out, like, two to $300 on, like, an NFL game and be, like, within good view and good distance, or same with baseball or whatever, don't go. Yep. Some people say it's the atmosphere. I'm like, what atmosphere? So they could just rob me financially for hot dogs and drinks? Mm-hmm. A concert is a bit different. Yeah. A concert is like the most I spend is like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Two, I think I would I would definitely depending on what it was, what the seats were, and like the lineup and what type of show we're talking, I think max I'd ever do was three. I would go to three if it's like it has, really, I'd have to really, really know what the show is, and I'd have to have to be a good lineup, like the, good seats. Like the Hello Mega Tour, Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out yeah. Boy. I was fine with going. I think two hundred like was good on something that one. dollars yeah. on that. We had good seats for two hundred dollars, but like. But if it was a show we saw last night, Shine Down, Three Days Grace, I didn't and need from to, Ashes I to New. On that, a hundred is my max on that. You know, I like, agree because Shine Down's great, but if they had a better lineup, I would have pushed it. But the issue is, is that. I feel like some bands sell themselves short because the, the the people before them aren't that great. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm less inclined. The more shows we go to with people I don't enjoy, the more I'm like, do I really want to go? Because you stand there. all the time. I thought that last night. I was like, I like Shine Down, but, like, I really didn't have to be there for the first, like, hour and a half. You know? Yep. So. Well, anyway. We, anyway, with that tangent, tangent. In place. <laughs> uh, Again, follow us on Spotify. Share it with your friends. Share the podcast. Make sure you... Tell everyone you know to go listen to us. Tell them. Yes. Force them. Force them. If they're if you're on a car ride, just turn it on. And even if they want to listen to music, you're like, no. No. Q and A. Q and A. All day. And with that said, I'm Q. I'm A. And we'll see you next time. time.